Yeah, but there's a there's a lot of space for everyone to eat, you know, and I, yeah. and that that's a bit thing that sucks about people because like there's a lot of gatekeeping and it doesn't need to be mm. that way. Like a place for sports creators to help sports creators, and so that's what we're trying to get going here. Like we watch a lot of other YouTubers in the world, like uh, like the Colin and Samirs of YouTube I and different things. Like literally, I was gonna say, have you ever heard of that before? <laughs> so we have those, like you know. ESPNs of a world and we kind of have their lineup, right? Stephen A, Shannon Sharp, whatever it might be, Scott Van Pelt. I mean, I kind of feel like th this like group of people right here and the other guys creating content on the internet are kind of in their own group too. Like it's our own squad. It's our own lineup. Welcome to the Sports on Tap Brothers podcast. And I'm George. And before me, always my little brother, Sammy. We know being a creator can be hard, but it's also so rewarding. And you found your favorite community now for being a sports creator. Now, let's tap in and get this podcast rolling. You know, doing takes and stuff, but we wanted to try to give like a little different perspective and cover like the content creator side slash yeah, social media I, I side of specifically, sports. I noticed that specifically actually, but there was one post that I thought was like really good. It was uh, the Giannis one when you were like going over like what he did or like whatever businesses like yeah the, the sports side of business i mean sorry the sports the business of sports is like the most interesting thing to me like yeah like uh do you guys know joe pompano i, I don't know yeah, if I say exactly his correctly but that i love that guy i love him but yeah um yeah you guys i, I actually think it's a cool niche it's it's more it's more unique for sure yeah exactly i mean we still do our like takes and stuff on our seattle brand but we just wanted to do something a little bit different to stand out <laughs> yeah because it's a crowded space yeah, but there's a, there's a lot of space for everyone to eat, you know, and I, yeah. and that, that's a bit thing that sucks about people because it's like there's a lot of gatekeeping and it doesn't need to be mm. that way, you know. It's right. like <laughs> just because I get a hundred k on a video doesn't mean that you can't get a hundred k on a video. Like there's plenty right. of there's plenty of room to grow, you know. Yeah, I yeah. think. I... Go ahead, Sam. Go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say one one thing that's unique about sports in general. Despite like you can, I can make the same video as you, Cam, right? About let's say our thoughts on the Damian Lillard trade, but I can yeah. offer a completely different perspective than you did. Despite it being almost the same exact video, same exact topic, so like everyone does have their own unique twist, take, thoughts, opinions, which that's why you're right. There is space for everyone to eat. Yeah, for sure, and and that and that's like the worst part about content. Like it's a very gatekeepy world, and like, um. That's why I always love jumping on podcasts. I do a lot of these and like some of them like bigger than others, but I just like just want to help, you know, like end of the day, yeah. like when I first started, I always wanted someone to help me. And like, even with Sammy reached out to me like a long time ago, I, I try to answer everyone. I really do. You know, and I, I, I really just think that it's like unnecessary to be like that guy, you know? Yeah. I think this is, that's kind of where I like, one of the biggest conversation points I was going to start with is the fact that I remember, I think I spoke to you like two years ago, maybe three years ago, and I started making videos whenever it was. Can't keep track anymore. But uh, we spoke specifically <laughs> yeah, yeah. about something about like mic gain. And it was like, oh, the gain on your microphone's a little too high. That's why you're getting that noise. And like we just like chatted really quickly. And it was really helpful and nice to have somebody actually reach out and say something. And I feel like, you know, one of the reasons George and I wanted to we, we do still do some, you know, sports things that are sports specific because we have like our Seattle pages and our Seattle podcast. But we were like, it'd be very interesting to have a kind of a place to talk to other creators and almost yeah. like a place for sports creators to help sports creators. And so that's what we're trying 
to get going here. Like we watch a lot of other YouTubers in the world, like uh, like the Colin and Samirs of YouTube and different things. Like literally, I was gonna say, have you ever heard of that before? Like that is, yeah. oh, I love that what they do. That would be a super cool spot for like sports creators because like people don't understand how profitable sports is, and <laughs> it's just like the industry of sports. So like there is a huge space for people like you, you know, like the think media of the world for sports, you help people grow in sports. Like I, I'm not, I'm not saying you guys didn't do a good job before. That's not what I mean. But like, I really think this is like a, a great pivot because like, it makes me want to tune in more because like, I'm hungry for, for, for knowledge. I always have. Right. And I think that like, to be a good creator, you have to be, like, obsessed with the craft. Like, I'm literally, like, a sicko when it comes to consistency. It's actually <laughs> unbelievable. Like, I haven't missed a posting day in, like, six years. Wow, that's unbelievable. <laughs> that's that, that's impressive. And yeah, but exactly what you said. Yeah. We need to – it's a great place for people to, like, meet, create, learn, right? Yeah. Like, if anyone – if one person comes onto this podcast and learns one thing from you, which – I think people would learn right away there that you're obsessive, right? And that's oh, something yeah. you need to be to be successful in this industry. Yeah. You need to be obsessed with your craft. Yeah. If someone can learn one thing, we did our job today. That, that That's really what it is. I agree. And like, I just love talking about my job. Like, yeah. I love what I do. You know what I mean? Like it's the sickest job in the world. And like, you know, I, I beg my friends all the time who aren't even in content to do content. I think every person on earth should do content because it may not be successful. It probably won't be. Odds are not every person can get in front of the camera and be consistent, but you learn a lot about yourself quickly. Put yourself to the ringer. Like Gary Vee says it all the time. Everyone should do a podcast. I, I like would die on that hill. I've learned a lot about who I am by doing content more than like mm. being in a job, just like pushing paper. Like it pays. The, I mean, obviously it's, there's nothing wrong with, you know, doing like a normal job. Like I respect that, but I got a friend who's like a big gym guy. And I'm like, bro, just go in your car and just talk about the gym. Like people yeah. want to hear that. Yeah. You know what I mean? hundred like, percent. Content is so, so much available, you know? Yeah. And I For think anything. it's like you said, it, it teaches you a lot about yourself too. Even if you are just doing simple stuff, like just talking about it. Right. I mean, there's obviously people that do gym stuff where they're actually bringing their cameras to the gyms and yeah. and filming their content or teaching people or talking about nutrition. But like you could do it as simple as literally open your camera every day after the gym, talk about what you did, why it works. You'll learn about yeah. yourself too. You'll learn if you're consistent. You'll learn how you feel about yourself. Honestly, one of the weirdest yeah. feelings I've ever felt was when I first started recording myself and I'm like, look, I was like, I never really like looked at myself as much as I am now. Like I actually am a kind of, you know, it's a, it's a weird, like you learn, like you said, you learn about yourself. It's just like, I'm looking at myself more. I'm hearing myself. How do I talk? What are my weird tendencies? And you yeah. learn how to stabilize that. If you go back to your first video, I know I've done like it where I look back oh, and yeah. I'm like, wow, like I have changed as a person, as a but creator, as everything. I think that that is like the coolest part about it, that you have this yeah. like almost like like calendar or like uh you know portfolio like catalog you can say yeah catalog i yeah. mean i man i i am sick when it comes to content i am like obsessed with it i really am and i and like it's like 
it's kind of a, a positive and negative. Like we can go into that at some point too. Cause I'm like, I am obsessed mm. with it. And like, I don't really take days off and like, it's a, it's an ex, it's an actual issue. I actually saw one of your posts today being like, Oh, you need time mm. off. And I, and I looked at it. I was like, can we swear on this podcast or no, no swearing. Yeah. Yeah. You can swear as okay. much as you want. <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck? I need to take a day off. And I saw <laughs> their podcast and I was, I mean, I'm just thinking to myself, it's like, I, 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 a really great quote yesterday. Someone mm. told me and it, and it like really, puts in perspective he goes the price of productivity is creativity and the where productivity dies oh no and where creativity dies is in the case of productivity and basically makes perfect sense long story short is if you just are just going consistently consistently you can't be creative you just can't be but if you set time aside to be creative you'll be creative like trust me Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, that post was more just as much of a reminder for you and our followers as it was to us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, yeah, we sometimes don't take our time and just like sit back. We're always trying to grind, trying to get that next thing out, trying to put out that next tweet. And you're right. Sometimes you just got to like sit back and let life come at you because that's when you get creative. Absolutely. Definitely. When I'm sitting there, like what? Like, Mr. Beast talks all about all the time. Obviously, Mr. Beast is on a different level, but like he'll be like, I take art classes to get creative. You know, like I do things, personally, I do things like that. Not like art classes, but I'll go to like, you know, like I'm huge in video games. I love video games. I love um, watching movies. Like I'm from like the, you know, I don't, I don't know if you guys agree with this. I don't consume content as a person, as like a fan anymore. I I don't look at it like that. It's all, it's like, how is it, like, what are they doing? You know what I mean? And learn about yep. learn about their content. But movies and video games the way I'm able to create and like there's a bit multiple times I'm like watching a movie and I'm like I got my next idea of what I'm gonna do and I just kind of ran with it, you know. I've seen a lot of things like that. I know exactly what you mean because I'll watch, you know, a movie or a TV show or see something on YouTube and just like a a random camera angle thing you see like makes you think yeah. of some cool new way to record a video or a cool thing you can do if you're the next sporting event I go to, if I want to make like a cool clip, like I can do a shot like that and make it like, I, I agree with you in the sense of, I don't watch things anymore as just like a consumer consuming, consuming. I mean, sometimes I do sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. There's, I mean, there's days. I, but you certain people, you certain people, yeah. you're like, Oh, I love this guy. I'm whatever he yeah. does. I'm going to watch him. But like, I don't do it for everyone. I don't go through reels and just like go through them. Like, you know what I mean? Like my, my girl goes on TikTok. And just goes in an endless reel, and I'm like, bro, yep. I don't have time for that. Like, I'm I'm going on Twitter and or X now, whatever it is, and <laughs> look for content. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I that's that's how like I am too now. Where I think you know there are days where I'm sitting at night and I'm just scrolling a little bit, but yeah. I'm I'm usually on my phone actually to find ideas to brainstorm to like yeah maybe i quickly go through like instagram for like five minutes sometimes and like mm-hmm. i check up on what people are up to it's but all that's about, about it's it all about using your time intentfully so like yeah. as a content creator like dude people don't realize it, it's a hard job like it's hard to do what we do and like and people right. like we'll say it's easy you know and then like it's okay i know they i love my job but like i'll tell you it's hard to get up and do I? I'm not joking when I say this. I work 12 to 15 hours every day. Same. And it's, we do too. But it's just like <laughs> I feel you. But it's just I wouldn't trade it, you know. And it's like that's how you know you love it. Like literally, I'll take a day off on on Saturdays now. My wife made me take days off on Saturdays, and now during I'm college like, football season. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, so I watched the games now. So, like, I, 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 I traded with her. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. you know, I'll do the day off, but I have to watch the game. So she's like, fine. It, yeah. like, honestly, it, it's just I, I'm really excited to hear more about like your guys's life. But like, all in all, dude, like. I'm building like a pretty successful business all around content. Like, you know, the the best way to make money in content isn't through the AdSense and the monetization through the, um, you know, program a, a platform. It's more like building like sustainable brands and uh, stuff like that. But it's easier than done. Obviously, it's not like oh, let's just you know put together like a really successful thing. But yeah, it, it's hard, yeah. right? Like, I mean, people, um, and that's a good, this is a good place to start, I guess. Uh, we didn't really introduce you. I know yeah, a lot of people watching, but I already know. So the, tell us about your brand. Tell us about you. And this would be a good way to get that intro out there. Sure, yeah, yeah, I'll tell so you, Kim, name- really, before, really quick before right, I start. I, mean, I do that on purpose. I always press record for anybody listening right now. I just, I do that on purpose. I love, I hate when I don't press record and I miss like a really good five minute well, combo smart. before right. an it's like intro. A candid. It's a candid, yeah. you know, like, it's like, just like, it's also too, like, I think the best part about content is that like us talking right now is content. That's sick. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, like, like we could post this and like, it could get a million views. Like not, it's, you know, whatever. But Mr. Beast, for example, <laughs> literally went on a podcast run, did like 15 podcasts. And now there's just clips everywhere of him talking yeah. about content. It's like all right. over. Dude, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. You know, obviously when you're different statuses, it, it helps, but um yeah so um my name's cam uh i'm from massachusetts boston a little bit north of boston uh been a sports fan my whole life i was one of those kids who was average at everything kind of not good enough to play but good enough to coach type of thing i'm a huge golfer um you know like love all sports really i started creating content about like seven years ago, maybe eight years ago. And it's just been like a ripple effect ever since. Like I now I have like about a million followers across all platforms. Um, and now it's becoming like a sustainable business. I have like four, I actually have, I have five editors on staff and th- two full-time employees. Um, and yeah, it's, it's awesome, man. You know, I mean, it's not, it's not easy. You know, you guys get it. It's a, it's a grind. I'm not going to lie to you. And I, I could, we could talk about that specifically, but it's tough, but yeah, no, I love it. And things are going good. And I guess like more specific questions, whatever you guys want to ask, but yeah, those, that's kind of my high level. Yeah. I would also say, uh, give us the, give us your at or your, your handles. Oh yeah. Wherever people to find yeah, you. So my, so my name is, uh, so the, you know, I have a bunch of different stuff, but my, my like brand is called daily sports dosage. Um, and then I have, uh, a bunch of personal channels, like all over the place, you know, I do shorts, uh, long form stuff, but, um, the cool, the, what I do, I do is on actually on purpose to have so much different stuff that like people will have to interact with me at any medium. If you like sports, you're probably going to see my stuff. So that's how I've been really successful. I do short, I do long form. I do uh, reaction videos now. I'm actually going to be hiring a creator at some point where I can be more of like a barstool model where I have more stuff coming on and, uh, you know, like memes and such. But daily sports dosage is my medium. And then every, it kind of just like goes off from everywhere from there. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And so how did you get started? I guess what was like that moment, right? Like yeah, we all had that moment when we just posted yeah. our first video, so, first meme or whatever it might be. 
Yeah, so this is actually a true story. So my brother is like one of those like OG weed people where he like <laughs> which is like a like a there's a kid that just smoked and he started going crazy on social media and getting like a hundred thousand subscribers pretty fast and then he got shut off because of the whole you know, just it's not legal at the time. It is now. Or yeah. not everywhere. And he was like, Bro, you just like kinda have it like you should try just to like mess around with content. And I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. And I'll specifically, I was coming back from the Bahamas with my wife it was my fiance at the time. And I was like, do you think I could do that? And she's like, yeah, like, sure. Like whatever. And then I called one of my buddies and he kind of like chirped me a little bit being like, I don't think you could do that, man. And I started in spite of him. Yeah, and, whenever someone tells you you can't do it, you're yeah, like, thanks, dude. I can do it. And, and I'm one of those people, too. I'm like a spiteful SOB. Like, I I hold on to grudges. I don't let shit go. And it, like, helps me. It really does. Um, but long story short, kind of grew from there. Then I had some, um, you know, just, like, I was like, just kind of, I, I want to say luck, but, like, I believe in, like, luck's important. But I think if you put yourself in the position to be lucky, you'll get lucky. So, like, I just was grinding, and I got into Snapchat, and I was growing there, and then, um, you know, it just it just kind of grew. The TikTok was huge, obviously, and then YouTube Shorts, and um, then, yeah, it just it just kind of blew out of the water. Then my, then my dad actually works for me now, and he's, like, a high-level business <laughs> person, and he was, like, a CEO of multiple companies, and he's like, I just, like, believe in what you're doing. Like, I want to help you build it out, so... Yeah, it's been kind of ridiculous. It's been unbelievable. Like, you know, you know, like and this is my office. I got like, you know, all this like stuff on the wall, like all strategies, business plans. Yeah, like, I love it's, it. It's pretty crazy, like it. how legit everything is. And like people don't realize how you could do that with content. It's pretty unbelievable. I have a full and like on the other side of the wall, I have like a full recording studio. Like it's pretty legit. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, is it, you're not you're not amazing. doing from home. You're not working from home. No. I have you, an you got an office. Did you, is there a reason behind that? I'm actually very interested because I know a lot of people. There's some people that love to work from home. There's some people that ha some people hate it. Some people need to get hate out it. and do something. Okay, hate, <laughs> hate every single second of it. Hate it because I 100% have ADHD, but I've never been like kind of like you know prescribed for this, and I like have issues getting up in the morning. And if I was in my house and I knew I could just stay, just do whatever. I would never get out. So what I do is I like, like literally force myself just to leave the house. And I, my thing is if I leave for five minutes and I still don't want to be outside, I can go back in, which is never going to actually happen, <laughs> but that's kind of my mindset. And just coming to the office is huge. Like it's really close to my house. So I could even walk here if I wanted to. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's like pretty official. So it feels really good to come here and like, you know, pay your bills and, you know, end of the day, like, the fact that like I'm contributing in the sports content world, like I'm at like a high level in my mind, I'm not, you know, I'm not like Pat McAfee or anything, but like, I feel really proud of that, that I'm able to do that. And like, you guys have different stuff going on and like, it, it's just, it's all about the work you put in. Like, I do believe that you kind of have to have it. I think some people just don't have it, but I think after a while you could develop, you could develop something and figure it out. Like I got a buddy who works for me full time. Now he's like one of my best friends and he just doesn't have the content to be on the camera. He's not comfortable doing that. But he knows just as much as I do. He knows how to write. So I was like, do you want to write for me? He's been writing for me. He helps me post content. It's like, so there's there's a lot of different stuff you could do in, in content. You could be a producer. You could do whatever. And I think that's the coolest part about it. There's so many different levels yeah. of what we're doing here.
Yeah, absolutely. And you just said something about writing, and I kind of wanted to get to get to that because I find that really interesting. Because there's so many different people. There's different ways of doing content. Like you said, you yeah. might write it. Uh, Sammy uh, over here, he's a ve- he's really good at spitballing. I'm not much of a spitballer. I like to yeah. have a script. Um, what what do you what, what what's your style? Would you rather have it scripted out? Do you read off a script, or yeah. do you just like? Well, how do you do your content in general? So or somewhere in between. <laughs> or yeah, yeah, or somewhere in between. So I'm a I'm a machine when it comes to consistency. So yeah. I look at how I create content as a template. And mm-hmm. I put together this like machine where I keep put so it's a you know, this has to happen every single second, you know, all that so like I just turn it a little bit if it needs to be changed. And um to answer your question, I script it to the T. Like I literally yeah. know exactly when it's going to be 45 seconds. It's going to be a minute. It's going to be a, a minute and a half. I can just, I, it, it's pretty ridiculous how, how, yeah. how close I am sometimes, but I do find myself going ad lib a little bit. Um, yeah. what I'm doing it. So, cause you don't want to sound as robotic, but right. I'll tell you this though. I now can read as well as anybody. And I couldn't, I was not a reader before. Now I can like read out loud and it's unbelievable. I mean, you can tell I'm reading a little bit, but like for the most part, it's pretty unbelievable where you can just be like confidently talking. It's, that's what I'm talking about content. I, I developed skills that I would never have had yeah. without doing content. I but love it. I, I, yeah, I, I, I do both. That's pretty, in, yeah. that's pretty interesting. Yeah, so you, you're you're reading off a script, but if like if there's something that just pops up on that second, you're letting it come out, and like if it works, yeah, it so works. If it doesn't, you can edit it. Yeah. So sometimes what I do is I do like different takes. So like I'll like I'll be recording it, and like so I I I have a full system. So I'll um write it on my computer. You know, I I, I probably record like fifteen to twenty scripts at a time, which can be challenging, but I, that's what I do. And I'll literally write them all out. It takes hours and hours. And then I will go in there in my, like, my, like, dungeon, I call it. I literally, like, it's all black, perfect lighting. It's, like, it's, I close the door and I just get after it. And I record for, like, an hour sometimes. And there's a lot of times where I go, I just didn't flow right. And I just try something else. And oftentimes I'm right where I, like, go to look at it and I'm like, oh, damn, like, that was off. And I, and I have a background in editing, so it's, it's huge. So, like, I was a big drawer when I was younger. I used to love drawing. I was really creative like that. And I just wasn't good enough, and I didn't have the confidence to go, like, draw. So then Photoshop happened. That changed the game for me. I was able to be, like, really creative there, put some, like, unbelievable art out. And, like, that. then I edited out my own videos. So now when I hire people, I could be like, no, this is not up to standard. I know what, I know what I'm looking at, you know, and... Uh, yeah, it's, it just kind of feels like everything you put into it, like people don't understand that when you make money, it's not about how long you work at a place to work there. It's how many skills have you developed? So if I go somewhere, that skill was what's going to make you more money. It's not, I worked it for 10 years to deserve a raise. It's like, no, how much have you learned and say, my skills now can make you X. And that's what, that's how I did. I basically worked so hard to make myself undeniable where it's like, I, if I, if I fall off the face of the earth as a content creator, I can just tomorrow go be an editor and be, and make a successful career out of it. And that's kind of what, 
my thought process originally, and then now it's like, you know, it's like revisionist history kind of at this point. But yeah, I like that. All right, so you you're you're really like systematic with it all. Sounds like so. Yes. At the end of the day, let's say I want to. I'm now I'm talking to those people that might be listening and saying. Because, like, as I told you to start this, we're looking to try to build a place for creators, not only creators that maybe have started. We mentioned in the beginning, like, the Khan and Samir type people or Think Media. Let's let's think about those people that uh, in the sports world that want to get started, haven't even started yeah. yet, and don't have any methods at all. And let's say they don't have that much time. Like, I've always wondered, what's the best advice other than just start? Because I feel like that is the <laughs> one right answer. Is, yeah. What's the best advice to somebody about, like, how can I produce things at least in a good enough quality or like start the process? Like what would you give advice to somebody outside of just start? Because I've given that one to a lot of people is like, honestly, you need to post yeah. a video before. <laughs> yeah. So that's like the advice I would give myself to start. But I'll tell you this. When I started creating, which is only like, like I've been creating like content for probably seven or eight years or some, some around there. But like, actually making videos only like four, three, four, something like that. Like being in the video. I've been, I've been doing videos and stuff. There is so many tools now to create something just from your phone. Before that wasn't there. I wasn't able to just go on TikTok and just create a video with the green screen on it and be successful. Like the number one thing you need to do in content is figure out what you're passionate about. And it's that simple. And if you like cooking, you can create content on cooking and it will be successful. There is a niche for everything. And honestly, usually the the be, the lo, the smaller the niche, the better it pays because it's so niche. Like there's like my dad follows a guy that's a that's a that's a um a lawn mowing guy. Like he's like a mower and he's got like a million followers and I I would I would bet my life that this guy's making like three, 400 K a year from YouTube because it's so niche, so specific. He is a knowledgeable guy in, you know, like the grass industry or whatever. So the number one thing I would say to start anything is people are not as mean as you think they are. Yep. I get some nasty comments, but I've mm. only gotten, it's 99% good. 1% bad. It's just like, it's just the truth. And people, and the insecurities of people will come out immediately when you feel like I don't want to post this because of this. And I'll tell you right now, you have to face that fear and move forward. But the number one thing I suggest is just understanding what you're good at. What are you confident about talking about? Like in sports, there's 16 different ways to talk about sports. You don't even have to be an analyst. You could be like a reporter. You could create, you know, uh, videos and know what you're in it for. Are you just doing it for a hobby or are you trying to make a career out of it? Because there's different types of stuff you want to do. Um, it's really easy to make money in content, like to start. It really is. I mean, I'm not saying it's like an easy, like guarantee, but it's like, it, it's attainable for everyone, especially with TikTok. It's pretty unbelievable with the new programs too. Like the, cre the, the beta fund is, is really good. Like if you can make videos over a minute and they do well, you're going to get paid pretty well off and it's pretty unbelievable. Yeah. It, and I think at some point that's going to, you know, I, I think there's an important thing to you just said about, because I know a lot of people are interested in the idea of 
how do you make money and like can yeah. can I make money in content and all these things? And I think one big concept that we don't even consider enough sometimes is I know YouTube has been paying money for a while and like, you know, now there's TikTok yeah. and there's other things. Even like uh, X is starting to do some payouts for creators. My thing is we're not even close to the like, anyway, not even this? at the middle yet. Can I say this? Yeah. It is so, I, I'm not joking when I say this. We haven't even touched the ground floor of what's going to happen with content. You shouldn't That's how even I feel care. Too. You shouldn't even care about making money. You know why? Mm. Because there's going to be a point where businesses are going to be calling George and saying, I want to sign you for a $50 million deal for five years. We're going to get MB. Do you see what Mr. Beast just did? Mr. Beast just he, uh, the Feastables. Yeah. This NBA uh, sponsorship for the Hornets now. Like, yeah. like this is to Mr. Beast and these trailblazers pushing through like, do not reinvent the wheel. Ride on his coattails. It's okay. Be and then take a little <laughs> bit from him. Take a little bit from this guy. Take a little bit from that guy. It's all good. And I and I feel really good when I see Sammy doing similar stuff to me or similar stuff to other people. Like that's like that's like awesome. It means that like yep. people like I, literally when I see people doing similar stuff to me, I don't say, "Oh my god, they're joking me." It's like, "Wow, like he could do the same thing as me and be a little bit different and be successful. And, I, and I'm not saying you copy me. Mm. I just try to make a point that it's like, it's awesome that that could happen. Yeah. And I think it's 100%. cool. I know we're in like a situation where I know Cam and I have like worked with the same client as well. And it's like, that's really interesting. If you think about it, um, yeah. like two people from two different parts of the country that both yeah. started talking sports on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube, just, to make a career out of it also end up in a place where we're talking on a podcast here and you work with the same clients. And like you said, That's you can really use cool. similar style videos and it's like, Holy crap. Like we can actually this and this, like you said, this is just like the, the beginning. We're not even close to the start. hundred percent. And just to piggyback off what you guys are saying, I kind of think of this in a weird way. I don't know if anyone thought of it this way before, but so we have those like, you know, ESPNs of a world and we kind of have their lineup, right? Stephen A, Shannon Sharp, whatever it might be, Scott Van Pelt. And we got Fox Sports and we got Colin Cowherd, Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp. I kind of feel like th this like group of people right here and the other guys creating content on the internet are kind of in their own group too. Like it's our own squad. It's our own lineup, like Instagram's yeah. lineup or TikTok's lineup or whatever it might be's lineup. Like like we're just a different breed than the other stuff, but we have this immense value that companies like Cam, you said, are going to be coming and knocking on our doors just like yeah. they knock on ESPN's doors. But the perfect example is that we're like free agents. We're like independents. We're free agents right now. Like not, I mean, not like you guys more than me because like I'm trying to build like more of like a media business. But like, with that being said, like it's fluid. It'll change. If I meet, yeah. if tomorrow I'm, they're like, Cam, I'm going to pay you X to do this. I'm going to say, good. I'm not going to try to sign people. So like, that's the number one thing too. You want to be prepared. You want to be, you want to expect the unexpected. Cause this in this, in this industry, everything changes. We know this. It's like on a daily basis, things change. It's actually kind of terrible in that perspective. It's like, it's hard to keep up with the new stuff, but like, yeah. it happens a lot. It really does. Yeah. And I think it's, what you just said is interesting because you can also be in a situation. It, it, it is kind of tough that it changes all the time, but at the same time, 
you never know who's going to be the next company that wants to sign creators, right? And then they offer yeah. you a certain amount of money and you're like, you know what? Forget what I'm building. Like, I'll take a million dollars a year to be on like the new type of ESPN or whatever it is. A million dollars a year. Yeah, I'll take yeah. it. <laughs> no, yeah, same no, here. It, 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 that, that's going to happen for some people sooner than later. You look at these it's TV gonna contracts. More, yeah. It's going to happen more than you think. Trust me. Cause like, yeah, because these TV contracts at, like are way know, too expensive for like a dying industry. Yeah. And it's dying so compared like, to social media. Oh, it's definitely dying. Like if you look at so like the Red Sox, for example, it's like a really big market, so they're able to have like their local media. It's called Nesson. And these local companies that like basically they're showing these like like the Mariners or whatever, they're gonna go out of business. Like legitimately. They're struggling yeah. so bad. They they just can't even keep up because they're cause streaming's putting them out of business. And we People saw Bally's like, this year. Yeah, yeah, ba- exactly. Bally's buys FS1 or whatever it was. And, like, it's just, end of the day, the best way to create content is just keep working on those skills. Because there will be a point where you get in that moment. It's the cross, you know, the fork in the road. You're going to say, do I need to go left or right? And you're going to be able to negotiate your way through it. I've only been really in business for two years. And, like, I'm not exaggerating, like, business, business, like, LLC stuff. I can't even lie to you. My business has changed 25 times. It's, it, tell, us about yeah. it. tell us about it, man. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, it, it, it sucks, but like successful people you, need to understand that that's part of it. Right. You kind of have to and, do and, it. Yeah. And I guess definitely like going on that point and kind of just bringing it back full circle, like to people who want to start, right? Cause that's what another thing we're trying to do here is inspire people to get started, put out that first video. What would you like? Well, I guess I know we keep saying, you know, just do it, just post it. Yeah. But I heard a interesting theory by, I don't know if you follow this YouTuber, Ali Abadal. He does more like productivity no. and things. He's really, really good, but he doesn't do anything about sports. It's more productivity. Yeah. But you probably like him saying, though. He's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look him up. He's really good. Yeah. He gave, called it the McDonald's method, right? So anyone who thinks they don't have time to do things, when you go to McDonald's or when you go to Starbucks or when you go to Dunkin' Donuts, whatever it might be, you got like six, seven minutes waiting for your food or waiting yeah. for your drink. You and, and this right happens, there. yeah, this happens multiple times a day. You yeah. have a lot more time than you think. You're waiting for a ride. You're waiting for an Uber. Write down your content. Write down your stuff. Like, I think that's the most valuable piece of information I've heard because sometimes like me personally, and I'm sure you, Sammy and Cam, go through this all the time. You feel like your day is so fast and you have no time. But if you start like taking that time where you have downtime and using yeah. it resourcefully, at the end of the day, you kind of feel like you actually finished everything you needed to finish. Yeah, that's the point I was trying to make earlier that like I can't trust myself to just do things the right way. So I have my day structured to like <laughs> – I'm. it is like – it's actually unbelievable how like regimented I am. It's like every single thing, like I have to finish my coffee by this time, have to finish this by this time. And like, I live better that way. And I come back, I come home better. Um, you know, I work out in the morning now. It just, it's just like you, you can't. So number one thing I've learned is you can't create good content for other people if you're not worrying about yourself. So like, I've been very conscious of eating right or trying, you know, I mean, obviously not being perfect, but yeah, it's, it's a very interesting perspective because like I can tell you right now, most people would look at my schedule and go, how the fuck do you, why do you do that? Why would you do that? Because I found my thing. When you find your thing, it, 
every single day. I could make zero dollars a year, and trust me, I did a long time without that, <laughs> and I still did it without yeah. a, without a, without missing a beat. And it's like, but not everybody has that, and that's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Not everyone has to be this like ridiculous workhorse. End of the day, I do envy people that can get a paycheck and go home. I, I legitimately yeah. envy that. <laughs> Me too. And it's like, but like in the same breath, it's like we can, you know, we're making money and it's great. But like end of the day, it's like, you know, it's just it, it's it's not all about the money to me. Like obviously, I like making money, but it's it's not all about the money. It's about like what I love doing and like I I've done enough where I worked in a worked in like, you know, ugh, corporate places and just it's just not me. It's just not me. Yeah, I have the same perspective that, on that. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong here. with it. And I I just my only thing that I would say about that is I you know, if it's not for you, that's where you gotta make that decision. Like when if the corporate world's not for you, you gotta make a decision, bet on yourself, deal with not yeah. making money for a year or two, whatever, however long it takes, and and go for it. If it's for you, then don't take the risk. It's not worth it. If it's if 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 or if, like if you enjoy your corporate job and you don't in, don't want to build something well, on your own, it's definitely not so worth the, the time for someone. Here's like the that. issue. The biggest issue with that statement, and this is where I a lot of people fall into. If there's a little bit of risk, they don't want to do it. In yep. my <laughs> mind, if there's risk involved, it's worth it because that means, you know, the squeaky the the, the you know. Uh, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Like if you're grinding through, you're gonna you're gonna make more money, and like that's that's why like I don't you know I'm not trying to get into like any type of politics, but like with the you know capitalism, it's like these owners are the ones that did the risk. These guys yep. <laughs> put their lives on the line. You know, end of the day, like I'm sure not all of them are great, but like you got to tip your cap. Like that's a that's hard to build the business. It's hard to build the business, right? And like. The fact I've done this at only 30 years old, I'm, I think about it all the time where I just like, my friends, my friends couldn't do this because they wouldn't want to put themselves in this position to do this. Like, like I right. missed out on so much, but that's my choice. Like, I, like, I don't go and look at my friends who are making like six figures and be like, wow, I'm jealous of them or, or well, not jealous, but like, I'm mad at them. I'm not like saying like, oh, like, you know, like I'm, I'm. I can't think of the wording. Like, like obviously you could be, you know, you could use that as like motivation to help you make more money. But like, you know, a real friend is someone that's there to be like excited for your friend that's doing that just because they're doing better than you doesn't mean that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not a negative. It's yeah, a, exactly. you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to envy or be against somebody. Or, envy. Uh, yeah. envy. That's yeah. Envy anybody. Envy. Right. It, I know I, it's, I, it's like just, the. Go ahead, George. Go ahead, sorry. Sorry. I was just no, going to no, say, ahead. like, to, to that point, I, I didn't want to miss that point because, like you said, like, they might be making six figures at 40 hours a week and you might be making the same exact money at 90 hours a week. But there's something about us in this mentality of content creators where you're like, I don't care. I'm doing it my way. I'm like a lone wolf. I'm going to push through it. And I think it's hilarious because we do, I mean, we probably work harder, all three of us here, than 95 five percent of people yeah. and longer or maybe maybe not harder but longer i mean we're not you know doing construction here so yeah 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 physical stuff is challenging and, and yeah. like end of the day like it's not even about who works harder and longer it's just the point is that like it's not easy to do anything right. if you yep. this is this is not a joke when i say this any single thing in this world can be profitable if you're if you get good at it. So if you literally yeah. make these cups, you could be a millionaire because you understand how to make them. But it takes time. 
You develop those skills and work through it. In content, you leverage your knowledge to make money. And like, I'm not, I, and I'm not even there yet. Like, obviously, I want to, you know, keep growing the business, but like, I'm kind of building out like a media side where I'm like doing more clients, like like uh, Sammy and I have. I've reached out this, you know, hundreds of them and. Fortunately, I did sales before, so I'm able to negotiate like at a high level because of that. You know, that helps. that's the, that's yeah. the difference that you have to kind of go through those things and like do the door, like the uh, the cold calls and like that's it sucks. I'm not gonna lie, it doesn't. But like it helps me grow into like a much more well-rounded person where I can have like high-level negotiations on a daily basis, and it doesn't really phase me anymore. It used to. I used to get like really tired. Now it's just like, what's the next call? <laughs> Just another day. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I, I'm going to bring this around full circle, for full circle from kind of where we started too, because, you know, you just mentioned, uh, that like, you know, you go into, you're pretty much doing sales now too, when you're trying to sell yourself to clients or to people. Definitely. And we talked about right at the beginning that, you know, at the end of the day with content creation, also, when you get started, you learn a lot about yourself, you, you're, you're teaching yourself certain things. And I think a great, like, overhead about the whole content business for whether for somebody listening just so they know that other people are with them they feel them or like people that want to get started is you're gonna have to be or you're gonna end up developing into somewhat of a jack of all trades if there's there's like if you're starting like you have to know how to sell yourself record edit videos you got to understand business you got to understand finances you got to understand Every but the key single to that aspect is, is that we have YouTube. We can yep. just go watch <laughs> it on YouTube. And, like, I taught myself how to be a full on. I am confident that my Photoshop skills are as good as high level designers. And it's all through YouTube. So that is the key. We have YouTube at our disposal and you can learn anything you want. Literally anything. So that's the craziest part about it. Like, if you want to learn something, you can. And that's why I say, like, that's why I'm like, you know, if back in the day, if it's like, oh, I don't have the money to go to school, like, I, I understand because, like, we didn't have YouTube. Now you could do anything, yeah. literally anything. And that's. Yeah, you, I, you can literally become a better graphic designer off YouTube. Some people, I'm not saying everyone, I'm not yeah, crapping no, no, no. on schools, it, it, but you, yeah, no, better no, no, than school 100%. sometime. <laughs> like, you could I, literally do it it's better. It's more about the want. It's more about the want. If you are, like, obsessed yeah. with the process. And getting it done, you will be better than going to school because you're obsessed with it. But if like you're just yeah. going through the motions, you're not. You need to intentfully do what you do to get to the next level, not just like showing up, making content. You want to try to get better every video, and that's like what I do. That's how I got to the point where my videos are like you know much better than they were at one point. And I try not to compare myself to other people. It's to me how I've gotten better, yeah. and um, that, that's obviously not easy to do. It's that's the worst. That's that's the killer. Looking at other people, like, oh, why is this guy doing this? Why can't I do that? But it's challenging. Yeah, you kind of got to you got to compete with yourself, not with the other people, because yeah. <laughs> everyone's at a different skill set too, or skill level, or wherever they start. So I yeah. think that's a good point. Is also always really look hard. at yourself and how to get better. You, you can't you can't go from brand new at it and not good to being the best. Like you got to look at yourself. Yeah. If I'm here, I got to go step two, step three, step four, right. and uh, at- eventually Harmozy, get to the point where I'm you- good. Do you guys know who Amozi is? Yeah, I do. I I love this guy. He's like he's like I, he's like my like I love him. So he said something the other day that like really kind of resonated with me. He's like, it only takes twenty hours to get proficient at something, but people are more afraid to start. Then I'm like, twenty hours. And I'm like, honestly, 
if you do something 20 times for an hour, don't you think you'd be at least like reasonably good at it? It's at least not passable. That, yeah. Like you could, it's not like you're going to be great, but like if I, if you did Photoshop for the first time and did 20 hours of it, like intentionally 20 times for an hour, you're going to be okay. And it's like blows me away that you can, I mean, obviously become an, uh, an expert is like a lot more, but to become a certain level of like passable and like average or just a little bit below average, it's really not that hard. It's just that people don't want to ever take a chance on themselves. It's you got this thing in the back of your mind that will tell you like, oh, don't do that because of this. And then when you don't do it, you're going to regret it. Like I fight with myself a lot and I don't let, I don't let that bitch win. I'll tell you that. Yes. <laughs> same here. <laughs> I think we're all on the same page. And that's, that's a, uh, I think it's a, you know, a interesting point of it all is at the end of the day, we're all fighting our own, whatever's in our minds, our own demons, our own like battle between, should I do this or should I not? Should I take a risk or not? Should I try something new or not? You at should the end always of the day, take a risk. Always. Right. Yes, always. That's, always. That was going to be my answer too is always. The answer should always be yes. I should try that or I should take a risk or, Give it a go. So this is how I, I format my content. I do. All right. So out of a hundred percent of the time, 80% of it is in that template, the dialed up, figure out what's going on. Then the 20% is new stuff. I'm trying because it's just shit to get thrown against the wall. If you do that, you will always be in the cutting edge of creativity and productivity. Because if you're, not doing any creativity. You're never going to get better. You're going to stay the same and you'll never grow. Mm -hmm. But if you do too much creativity, you're just going to be throwing too much shit against the wall until, and you're not going to be able to look at it and say, okay, what's stuck? So if you do the 80, 20 rule, that's the way I live that. I live that to my soul and it works on everything. It really does. And it's like also in another perspective is the 90, 10 rule where Gary V talks about all the time out of a hundred percent of your content, it's ebbs and flows. It's part of the business. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. But if you're doing multiple things, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, you know, TikTok, whatever, whatever's working, do the 90%. Spend the most time on it. Maximize on that moment. And then the 10% is the everything else that you're doing. And then right. as it ebbs and flows, kind of goes down, this one goes up, change it up. And you got to be loose. You got to be, you got to be liquid. You got to understand that like, you got to be like almost like, like boneless. I don't know how to describe. You just got to like kind of just roll through it, you know? And, and that's the most important thing I could teach anyone. If anyone listens to this, best thing I could teach you is don't ever get too high and don't ever get too low. If your things, if you get a million views, you're not going to be Charlie D'Amelio. And if you get zero yep. views, you're never going to be the worst person in the world. It's okay. Just try to ebbs and flow it where if you can just go right through the middle, you will be successful. I guarantee. I think that's a great point because uh, that is the truth. <laughs> like that, I feel like that's a good, almost a good ending point because that is the very big truth. There is, at the end of the day, like you said, you might get a million views today, tomorrow, you get a video that gets five thousand views, and vice versa. You might say, "Oh my god, I worked so hard on this and I got a thousand views. I, I suck at this." And the next thing you do is the one that goes really well. Yeah. I I think of that. So you never know. Or that like I think of that like photo. I'm sure you've seen it. It's like these like one guy on top and one guy on the bottom they're like they're like they're like chipping away and then like on the other yeah. side is like is a like gold and the other guy stopped i haven't hit the gold yet but i'm keep chipping away and that's the key <laughs> if you just keep chipping away you're gonna develop skills i'm telling you right now it's not even a joke when i say this i've had like 
30, 40 people come up to you and be like, oh my god, I love your content. And like, it's just, I don't know how to describe it in that moment. It's not even about that person. It's more of like, you. I think about it all the time. If anyone just put their mind to it, they could do this as well. And there's yep. so much out there. Short form content is like still very new. It's still like you could still do it. And like I'm going through like a little bit of a lull. Like, dude, there was a one point I was making, I was getting like 40 million views on YouTube. And it's just like it, but that was a high. I was literally like feeling like I was freaking ESPN or something. And then now I'm like back on like kind of the middle and it's like, oh, I suck. But it's like, no, you have it. It's how it goes. It's how it goes. That's the life of a That's content it. creator. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I love it. I I I honestly think that's a good place to end it right there. Same. Unless George has any other good questions, but I that's actually like it. what that's you just perfect. said right there. Cool. That's a perfect full circle moment right there on the pod. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, I, um, you didn't really ask me many questions. I just talked the whole time. But at the end of the day, like, I just love talking content. Like, I think mm-hmm. the coolest part is that we have the ability to like do this, and you know, you know, it's just cool. It's cool stuff. Yeah, you know, Cam, I think the biggest thing that to take away from this is I'm we didn't want to ask too many questions. So that's what I like right. about it is we are trying we brought it up in the beginning, like the con Samir method or these things. We're trying to build a place where we can have just like honest conversations with creators on YouTube and on other platforms and sit here and let's just talk content creation as if we're like three buddies having a beer talking content creation and we're kicking it and then it's like that's our podcast like here we are where we had a good conversation i hope you learned something i hope you met somebody new i hope you picked something up and that's what like the goal of this whole thing is yeah and the number one thing that i I could tell anyone and we can like actually end on this note that like every person has a different journey and that's the coolest part about content and like literally like i I remember uh seth roga talking about i can't remember the exact the guy's exact name but the guy that was um uh gandalf in Lord of the Rings in real life. I can't think of his name. He didn't get a gig until he was like 70 years old. If you just start consistently doing it, you may not be Gandalf, but there will be a day that you will make it if you just don't give up. And the only way you can fail in life is just giving up. And I'm not saying everyone has different stuff going on in life. Maybe giving up is a better choice for you and your family, but just, just know everything changes. So if you just keep staying straight, keep pushing through, there will be, there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. I promise you. And that's what I think every single day. And that's it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, we appreciate you for coming on, man. And uh, absolutely. Yeah. And remember, yeah, we'll folks, you soon. could be Gandalf. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. But you could yeah. be Gandalf. You could be Gandalf when you're 70. No, yeah. Anytime, guys. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I had, I had a lot of fun. Um, would love to do something more, and you know, we could. We, we could, you know, whatever. So uh, let, let me know how everything goes and we can go from there. 